0: Thank you to Fiverr for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I am not is a sound engineer. So when it comes to editing my podcast episodes, I look to an awesome engineer I connected with on none other than Fiverr. As a small business owner, it is important to recognize when you need to outsource. By doing so, you not only free up your time, but you prevent your passion from becoming a pain. Visit the link in my show notes or head to com and click on Consulting to view Fiverr as one of my go-to business resources. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan and I'm happy to be sitting down with you for another episode and conversation about all things life, business, and badassery. Well, I'm sitting down at least. Maybe you're walking, driving, trying not to lose your shit because your child is screaming over my beautiful voice right now. I'm kidding. But wherever you are and whatever you're doing, thank you for being here. So as you've seen, heard, or noted, I recently hit 50 episodes. And truly, it's exciting. But something that also came with the big 5-0 was a wave of doubt. 50 is a big number. That's a lot of hours spent developing podcast episodes, working with sponsors, crafting marketing assets, everything that happens behind the scenes and before these chats hit your earbuds. Some of those benchmark things in life, like hitting 50 of something, 100 of something, a certain age, they make us think, oh shit, how is this going? Am I doing okay? Was this all worth it? And this isn't unnatural. We all have self-doubt. But some of us struggle with it more than others. For some, it creeps in and can be an opportunity to self-check, to make sure we are making the right decisions and not becoming overly confident and cocky. It's somewhat of a positive thing. For others, it creeps in and disrupts our focus, becomes an obsessive thought, and jumps from one area of our life to another. Some of us ebb and flow between these varying ends of the spectrum And there is no human on this earth that hasn't doubted themselves. But what we all have to do is manage it. I like making sure we are on the same page up front as we all have our own definitions and interpretations of things self-doubt for the purpose of this chat is a lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities, the mental habit of questioning your own judgment or worth. And let's also be clear that I'm not a mental health professional and I'm just speaking from my own experience and realizations. But as I commonly say, we learn from others. So I'm sharing my thoughts and hope to hear yours after you listen to this episode. Back to talking about my self-doubt regarding this podcast. I'm socially awkward at times, never been the super popular, fit-in kind of girl. So on one hand, my podcast serves me by being able to have conversations at somewhat of a distance. On the other, I don't get the response and reactions that are usually self-satisfying or reassuring. I'm reliant upon people posting, messaging me, reviewing the podcast, etc. But since my goal is building a group of like-minded entrepreneurs, attitudes, viewpoints, and independence guess what? Some of you probably like to have conversations from a distance also. Maybe you're on the socially awkward spectrum alongside me. So yeah, I don't think I'm helping myself there. But I've asked myself, are enough people listening to my podcast to consider myself successful? When they listen, do they think the topic is dumb or are they engaged? Are they listening just to watch the train wreck, so to speak? Am I being too preachy? wait, that kind of sounded like a contradiction. Hopefully they got what I meant. Did they get what I meant? Maybe I should have phrased it differently. Should I re-record the episode and hope no one notices? The conversations in my head go on and on like that when the self-doubt wave comes rolling through. Sometimes I go back and listen to my first few episodes and I cringe. Other times I go back and listen and reassure myself they weren't that bad or everyone has a starting point. And you know what? Everyone does have a starting point. And this is where I would pose the question, is your self-doubt based in inexperience? Almost anything can be learned. So perhaps the layers of doubt surrounding your lack of ability are actually irrational. And the situation you're doubting simply requires action on your part. Practice, education, reps. I've done 52 reps at this point. Conversely, Maybe it is based in experience, your life experience. Did you have a bad situation, a stressful time, or a problem that this fear or insecurity is rooted in? Can you name it and look it in the eye? For me, I've had the rug ripped out from under me more times than I can count, and this leaves me wanting to be prepared in life. I have plans A, B, C, and D, sometimes even a few more letters. I'm probably more prepared than 90% of people at times, but I still wonder if I'm ready enough, thought it out enough, et cetera. But I try to call this out. I literally tell myself, this is likely a product of some dumb shit from your childhood or other early formative experience. It feels good to just be like, hey, bro, self-doubt, bro. I see you, Sit the fuck down. I have shit to do. You can convince yourself of anything. The mind is powerful. I struggle with this and have actually read a few self help books that dive into this very topic. And after working through it a bit and hearing what these experts have to say, I buy into it. I can totally see how we create the exact outcome we want for ourselves. We convince ourselves of something, and our actions and choices following that acceptance of a thought do cultivate the actual thing to happen. So we can follow self doubt down the self doubt rabbit hole or we can redirect the conversation in our minds. You can use the power of your brain. Really, I think self-doubt is a search for an excuse. We are trying to find a flaw in ourselves, our situation, our potential to use it as a reason to bail. We hate feeling the slightest bit uncomfortable, so we look for a way to jump ship. Self-doubt is the easy way out. And if you're a person that likes easy way out and wants to feel miserable, you go for it. Do you? This conversation probably isn't for you because we can manage it. We can do anything. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Haven's Kitchen. It's time to tantalize your taste buds and mix it up in the kitchen with Haven's Kitchen's six delicious sauces from red pepper romesco, golden turmeric tahini, tangy barbecue sauce, herby chimichurri, zippy chili harissa, and their gingery miso sauce. And each of their convenient packets can not only be used as a sauce, but also as a marinade or dressing, opening up even more tasty and creative possibilities for your meals. Want to give them a try? You can pick out your favorite flavors using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and show off your recipes and dishes in your stories and posts. Now, in terms of management suggestions, I've seen or read a few in the past that I won't mention here today in detail. Practicing self-compassion, keeping a gratitude journal, or nurturing yourself with me time. Maybe for every negative thing you think about yourself, you balance it with one positive thing about yourself as you're talking into a mirror or something. And if you do that, mirror on. Those are all valid and acceptable things, I'm sure, but for me, it's all a little too touchy-feely and I like to cut to the shit. So we'll be skipping those, but know that they are out there as options. First things first, you are the company you keep. Misery loves company, doesn't it? Are you around people that are constantly hard on themselves, exude negative energy about situations, Always take the easy route, avoid conflict or attention, whatever. Maybe it was your parents, and now it's a certain set of friends. Maybe it's your spouse or your coworkers. Their behaviors will bleed into you. You are permeable. I believe there's a scientific term, uh, brain plasticity, I believe, which details just how permeable we are. Look it up. So if you're noticing more and more self-doubt pop up in your day-to-day, look around. A quick solution might be to change your environment temporarily until you get your ship back together or permanently so you just don't have to deal with that nonsense again. Then, once the clutter around you, clutter being the negativity around you in your environment is clear, stop and pay attention to what you're doing. I can't focus on improving myself when there's chaos around me. So that's why I try to follow the pattern of looking at my surroundings and then looking inward. It's just what I do. Name what your self-doubt is rooted in, inexperience or experience. If it's inexperience, that can be solved. Take action, learn, and figure it out. None of us are perfect from the jump. If it's experience, that might take a little more effort. There's a learned behavior in us somewhere and we have to correct it, change its trajectory. Then pay attention to what you know. Deep down, Intuition is everything. I strongly believe in it. I've kicked myself for not listening to mine and been proud of myself for listening to it no matter what resistance I've gotten from others. Pay attention to your gut. In life, business, dark parking lots, all of it. When the self-doubt Satan on your shoulder is yapping away, but you know, you feel that you're on the right track, stick with it. I mean, really, why do you distrust yourself? I truly believe you are one of the only people you can trust. Maybe the only one. Your self-doubt is not you. It's a thought. Thoughts are fleeting and not controlled. You choose which thoughts you keep and which ones you let pass. I think a lot of self-doubt creeps in when you're doing something new or different. If you're entrepreneurial, this is basically your entire life. You're always doing something different. It's kind of the whole point. But what we don't want to do while we're attempting something new or different is announce our plans. Don't share your plans. Maybe you are excited and hopefully have a very tight inner circle you can share some things with and express joy. But for the most part, I think this is also us keeping one foot out the door. If you don't immediately get joy in return or the reaction you were hoping for, It's probably going to ring the bell for the self-doubt fairy to stop on by and fuck up your day. And bonus, she brought disappointment soup for lunch. Don't look for validation by sharing your plans. You're setting yourself up for failure. Fuck, don't seek validation much at all. We all need a little pep talk or encouragement here and there. But if you need constant hand holding, that's an issue. You have to be able to do it anyways. I mean, I love a good podcast review. And if you haven't yet, please do take a minute to leave one. P.S. Yes, it gives me a little validation. Of course it does. But it also helps me reach more people because Apple collects data on how many ratings and reviews a podcast has and decides whether or not to push it up the feed. If I base the continuation of my podcast on just reviews, would I be here? Just because I didn't get a new review this week, does that mean I shouldn't release a new episode? Should I just light it all on fire? No, of course not. I'm going to keep showing up because I tell myself to do it anyways. Which leads me to self talk. Self doubt can be offset with the right self talk. We can convince ourselves of anything, remember? If you tell yourself that you're a lazy piece of shit that never should have been given the opportunity to begin with, you're, um, probably not going anywhere. If you tell yourself you'll find a way, no matter what, and make the most of something, you will. The first is easy, the second is hard, you choose. One of the biggest things I ask myself in periods of self-doubt when I want to step back into the shadows is can I live with never knowing? Can I live with the regret I might feel for not taking this chance or opportunity to do this thing, even though I'm not entirely confident at the moment? Most times I can't. The regret thing is huge for me. I challenge myself with that. I've always had the outlook that I want to live my life with as few regrets as possible. It's like a trigger word for myself, it snaps me out of my bullshit. Your reason just has to be bigger than the roadblock, the roadblock being self doubt. We are all going to doubt ourselves, but choose to do something about it, even if it doesn't feel completely natural or authentic at the beginning. Remember last week how we talked about training to be an entrepreneur and how we literally train for everything in life? Consider conversations like these and those you have with yourself as self-doubt training. We can train ourselves and our brains to better handle it, to turn it into a useful tool rather than an inhibiting one. And fuck, there's always therapy if you can't do it on your own. There's no shame in that game at all. The point is to keep moving through it. Listen, I absolutely still let it creep in too. I just shared one example of this podcast with you guys, but I have other areas of self-doubt, both professionally and personally, but I know I can move past it, and so can you. And I want to hear how you manage your self-doubt so I can learn too. So be sure to hit me up on social media at Rogue Reason Podcast and at Laura Swan Siegman and tag me in your posts, stories, and messages about this chat so that I can see and respond. Go get some guts. Listen to your guts and take care of your guts too. I mean, probiotics are everything. Anyways, thank you for this chat and I hope you have a motivated, confident, and badass week ahead of you. We'll talk soon on the next episode of Rogue and Reason. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.loraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.